Douglas Mkuga in Washington and on behalf of engineer Adrian Regis and Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Friends, we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America! Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the March 14th edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. The Men's Basketball Africa League, or BAL, features five new teams during its third season. They are Stad Malian of Mali, Quara Falcons of Nigeria, ABC Fighters of Ivory Coast, Al Ali of Egypt, and City Oilers of Uganda. Stad Malian, the Falcons, and the Fighters are currently playing Sahara Conference games in Dakar, Senegal. Al Ali and City Oilers will make their BAL debuts next month during the league's Nile Conference phase in Cairo, Egypt. In this featured team profile from Kampala, Uganda, John Santama tells us more about City Oilers. The City Oilers Basketball Club has been playing at the grand stage since its establishment 12 years ago, competing at such championship games as FIBA and the National Basketball League, where it's locked in eight consecutive National Basketball League championships since 2014. However, where it comes to big competition, none on the African continent beats the Basketball Africa League Ball Championship, where the team will make its debut next month. City Oilers veteran players like Tony Drilleba and team captain James Okello acknowledge that playing at the ball is a dream come true. It's, it's been a long wait for us. The first time around, you know, we fell short um, in 2019. It was very heartbreaking uh, and it took us a, a much longer time because of COVID uh, to be able to get back to this point, you know, and now to even just think about the game's coming up and, you know, we're part of the best 12 teams in Africa. It's a, a very unbelievable feeling. The team attributes its high-level play that helped it secure a ball a regular season slot last November in South Africa to adding new players like Fayed Bari, Titus Luwal and Jermaine Raybrook Jr. to the established stars like Jimmy Enabu and Ben Komakich. The, the way that recruitment has been done is based on what we need as a team, uh, depth, uh, experience. Some of the new players can really play. I think the, the management has made the necessary adjustments to the team. A total of 12 African teams will compete in the 2023 ball regular season. The qualified teams are split into two groups of six, with the top four from the Sahara Conference starting in March and the Nile Conference starting in April qualifying for the quarterfinals in May in Rwanda. For the championship. Uganda's City Oilers is in the Nile Conference to be held in Egypt next month. City Oilers coach Mande Juruni is unfazed by the team's competitors. We want to uh, continue uh, building chemistry in the team that we, that we had. Um, obviously uh, there are some uh, weaknesses that we saw uh, in South Africa that we need to uh, correct and uh, because of that uh, we know we might add in um, 
one or two players uh, to reinforce the team. We have the experience, so we're up for it. We know what's uh, ahead of us. Uh, we know um, what we need to do uh, for us to be able to compete. Let's go, Oilers! Let's go! Let's go, Oilers! Let's go! As the team prepares for its ball debut next month, in Uganda, fans are expectant of a victory from their favorite team. My name is Angela, a big, big fan of City Oilers, and I love... Tony, Jimmy, Koma, basically the whole team. I love the whole team. Uh, my favorite player, actually, I have many, but one in specific, Iron Man, Oxy Okelo James, of course. My favorite player, I am saying this because of where he took us when we were in the qualifiers in South Africa, Falando Jones. Uh, my favorite coach is definitely our real coach, Mande Juruni, who's taken us miles and we're still going miles. I expect nothing but to qualify. My boys have worked so hard to be in this position, so I'm very sure they also expect to qualify to go to Chigali uh, come May after Cairo. I can say all players are really good because every player is good in his or her, his position and the caliber they play the games they play. And obviously, we all want to win the belt title and bring it back home. I believe so. We are going to make it come May in Chigali. We expect nothing less. We expect them to, you know, bring it back home so that we all celebrate together. And we are wishing them the best to qualify. And we know that they can do it because they are an amazing team and they have great teamwork. It's not only the talent, but also the discipline of the team and the communication of the players, whether new or old, the discipline of the players that pushing us to ball. So we are focused, we are determined to take the championship. Let's go, Oilers, let's go! Let's go, Oilers, let's go! My favorite coach, of course, that's coach Mande Juruni. Then my favorite prayer uh, for the next ongoing ball, we have Titus Raul, he's just joined us. Very good shooter, very good in the paint. Then, of course, expectations for the ball, it's our debut. Uh, we expect to, of course, not to be there for numbers. We want to go out there and compete, give out the results. And, of course, we will be representing our country, Uganda. Reporting for VOA, this is John Sentamu from Kampala, Uganda. Thanks, John. And good luck to the Ugandan basketball club, City Oilers as they prepare for their maiden appearance in the Basketball Africa League. Season 3 of the Basketball Africa League is here. Starting off in Dakar from March 11th to March 21st for the Sahara Conference, then heading to Cairo from April 26th to May 6th for the Nile Conference, and the excitement continues to build in the finals in Kigali from May 21st to May 27th. Tune in and follow the BAL on The Voice of America. Sporty greetings. This is Liz Mills, head coach of Abidjan Basketball Club of Cote d'Ivoire. You are listening to Sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America. March is Women's History Month, and there's no better time to celebrate the accomplishments of women. Tell us about the woman that left positive marks in your life. You can call us 24-7 on WhatsApp and leave a message. Dial the international code PLUS1, then 202-258-3076. 
VOA is always happy to hear your voice. Dial the international code plus one, then 202-258-3076. On the next Straight Talk Africa, we'll discuss this week's visit to Ethiopia and Niger by U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Later this month, U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris tours Ghana, Tanzania and Zambia. We'll also discuss why migrants are fleeing Tunisia after controversial comments by President Kais Sayed. Join me, Heidi Adams, on the next Straight Talk Africa, this Wednesday at 18.30 UTC. Thanks, Heidi. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. A couple of my VOA colleagues, Muckbill Yabaro and the big man from Bamako, Czech Tierro, join me for our first Basketball Africa League podcast. Czech says he's looking forward to seeing the debut teams in the Basketball Africa League. I'm very excited to see the new teams and the new talent from different countries, and it's going to be very interesting this year. So if I would have to say, Shek, um, starting off with the uh, Sahara Conference, who are the teams to watch? Man, it's, it's uh, several of them, you know. Uh, <laughs> Senegal, the organizing team, you got to keep your eyes on that. Uh, they have the home advantage. Co- uh, home court crowd. advantage. Yeah, home court advantage. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how they're going to respond. Last year, uh, we did we saw them uh, this last tournament. They did pretty okay. But this year, we expect to see them better with better recruitment because that's where they're hosting. Uh, the first Saharan Conference. And also, what, we got a new Malian team came back. Unfortunately, Sunny, all these teams, they don't get together, like uh, select team players. They just go with whoever wins. They don't do a lot of selection. So it's kind of hard to decide who's going to be really a team to watch. Muckville, ABC Fighters from Ivory Coast. And they got Liz Mills as their coach. She's back. Uh, last year, I think she was uh, coaching Saleh from Morocco. Yeah. Uh, what do you think uh, she'll do with the fighters? Honestly, I, I like Liz's coaching style. She's been doing a lot of coaching on the continent. Um, if she's going to be anything like she was last season with A.S. Sally, she might have come up a little bit short. Um, but honestly speaking, I feel like she's going to do great. The biggest takeaway or challenge I would have to say would be the fact that I believe she doesn't speak French. Okay. So so I, I've, I've noticed that she has a translator there and, and you know, to attest to all of us who've played basketball, how do you feel like, Sheck, if I was to swing it to you, if a coach doesn't speak your language, right, mm-hmm. or a language that you guys understand, yeah. how, how is that coach's uh, like coaching style going to be able to be can she convey it through a uh, translator? Yeah, I, I, one thing for sure, you cannot teach talent, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> talent is all languages, man, right. because, right. you know, you know, they understand, you understand the game pretty much. It's a kind of a tough transition to do, but in reality, uh, they have what they need. This woman is very good, and she's the only woman that is really taking courage in doing these things. It's not easy to deal with guys, a group of guys in the team, but everybody respect her, mm-hmm. and everybody listen to what she said because she got a tremendous experience doing this job. And I think the language part would be just like um, something temporary because basketball is all English words, you know, right. fast break, you right. know, set up pick, <laughs> screen. <Bullshit. laughs> you, know, you know, all those words are English words that people understand it already. This is how you work, you know, in basketball level. I don't think that will cause a lot of problem in there. Comfort level, though. I mean, I, I was looking at the teams in the Sahara Conference. We have, uh, I think, four of the teams are French-speaking teams. Yeah. We got the Ivorians, the team Stade Malien, mm-hmm. 
Duanis uh, from Senegal and Monastir. They they speak mainly French too. French. I think mm-hmm. is that a factor? I mean, is there a comfort level? You know, uh, being in a French speaking country. I think uh, French speaking countries are like uh, every year we see a lot of them in, yeah. the, in, the, in this tournament because it's organized around that area. West. I'm um, I'm happy they add Western Nile, uh, Saharan Conference in Nile, and then finish in Kigali, which is in Central Africa. Oh. So, but most team is the first 14 French speaking country playing playing a big role in this league right now, and I'm very happy. Mark Bill, <laughs> one young player I want to ask you about. Uh, he, we'll see him, I guess. Next month mm-hmm. in the Nile Conference, yeah. Zaire Wade, the son of D. Wade, Dwayne Wade, the former NBA star. How do you think he'll do with Cape Town? Honestly speaking, I feel like, you know, um, the BAL has done uh, a great job in, you know, basically making the game as global as it can, right? So we had season one, we had J. Cole there. Mm-hmm. Season two, we kind of stepped away from maybe a celebrity factor, and mm-hmm. Zaire Wade is what we would say would be the closest to that mm-hmm. at this moment. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to be playing on the Cape Town Tigers. He'll be playing alongside the captain, uh, Peter Prinsloo, who is a mm-hmm. solid, solid hooper. So yeah. maybe under his mentorship, you know, we'll see. Zaire definitely will have to get a lot of touches. I, I presume if I'm Cape Town, I would definitely get him in the starting rotation to see basically what it is that he can do for the team. Mm-hmm. The kid's talented, man. Mm-hmm. He, he has the skill set. We've seen him play in the NBA G League with Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, he can. He really does have what it takes, but I'm interested to see his how he'll mesh in with that Cape Town Tigers team. You know, yeah, yeah. The, the problem with a lot of these teams is they're putting together these these teams within three to four weeks. Yeah. You right. Know, That's the, the challenging the, part. The, yeah. the, the chemistry is not really right. there. And, I, and, and I'll, I'll swing it back to you guys. And I feel like the teams that we mentioned earlier, the U.S. Monastir mm-hmm. or the Zamaleks of the past, you know, um, or even if you look at a team like Petro, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why they do so well is because their entire cast has been playing together for so long. You cannot teach experience. You know, Mm -hmm. chemistry is one of those things where you have to play with the team long enough in order to hone it. It doesn't matter how skilled you are. If you're a pro player, if you came in, you can grab an NBA guy today, put him on a team that he's never played with. He's not going to get you that best production. So I feel like, you know, it's going to depend on how much chemistry that Cape Town Tigers team can have to play around each other to, to see if they can succeed. And Absolutely. I think based on uh, kind of what uh, Muckbill just said, Chuck, mm-hmm. that I, I kind of feel like Monastir must be the favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been around a while. Absolutely. They won the trophy uh, last year. They they're going to be, I think they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think uh, Monastir is going to be a team that is going to be everybody super match. You know what I mean? Because uh, <laughs> they've been everybody super match for the last t- two seasons, you know. And uh, But uh, hopefully they will do some solidarity work and because and sport is a way to really bring people together. I like and that. they will probably find a way to really uh, address the political situation mm-hmm. by doing some symbol act and the games. I'm expecting to see stuff like that from yeah. Zamal, uh, from uh, Minister, you know, yeah. and uh, because it, we, we need that right now. And sport is a way to really, is a bridge to bring people together, cross bridges to each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And for, for Wade one, uh, I want to focus on the attention side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the attention we're gonna get mm-hmm. by having his legend be a legend player's son. Hall of Famer. And, I, and I'd like to. I, I gotta believe his father might show up to watch his son play. He will show up, and his <laughs> wife might show up also. Right. Uh, you know, Gabriel yeah, Union. Right. And uh, this is a very, uh, very, uh, um, 
how you say it, very Pro- prolific, like a big, prolific, high, high profile icon, high profile that can really bring some attention to basketball Africa League. Mm. That's the intention, the attention people are looking for in the league right. to expose these young guys. And uh, we saw it with J. Cole when J. Cole was there. Yeah. We saw it on social media. Oh, J. Cole is bowling in basketball <laughs> Africa League. J-, so, J. Cole, actually, that year I remember he was in his hotel room on Instagram Live with Steph Curry. Yeah. Wow. That's so, wow. So it gave a lot of attention. And I don't mind seeing a lot of retired players coming to support the Juwan Wade song in there. Right. I, I remember yeah. uh, J. Cole also brought a lot of sneakers with him. Yeah. To, uh, Absolutely. To yeah. hand out to the players. Maybe D. Wade will That's the, the name thing. of the basketball, man. <laughs> sneakers. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, and yeah, and just to touch up on that, um, I, I love that point that Sheck brought up. You know, attention is something I feel like season two might have been missing because mm-hmm. there was no, in essence, that celebrity factor that could kind of expand mm. and globalize mm. the yes. game from that perspective. Mm-hmm. I think Zaire Wade definitely brings that aspect to it. I know uh, D Wade was actually at the combine in, uh, in, okay. Paris, okay. in Paris. He was there, so he's definitely one of those guys. Another Support. guy, mm-hmm. another guy who definitely could bring some some eyes is uh walter hodge walter hodge is back this season okay yeah. finals mvp with zamalek he's mm-hmm. now playing with in season Al- well season, season one, one. He's, season he's one playing yeah. with al ahli mm-hmm. uh, which is another egyptian side right. he's going to be playing with that side and he actually i remember had his former teammate gators joe kim noah come and watch the finals and that's how joe kim noah ended up and now he's actually an ambassador for, wow. the, for the bal this yeah. season and actually he having a recruiting coaching companies he's trying to uh, bring players to the NBA from that, yeah. and he have a, a coaching and scouting uh, organization with Dikambe uh, Mutombo. Both of nice. them was interested on in doing that. Right. And, and I, I think up. I think I heard a comment from Noah that uh, he's an investor yes. right. in, in NBA yes. uh, Africa, which basically is part of BAL That's in me. some sense. So right. he, he has a financial interest yeah. in this oh, league. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I saw they have an interesting ball event at the NBA All-Star. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, uh, it was a good talk. Uh, Noah was there. Right. A, bun- a bunch of, uh, a lot of uh, old Ambassador. guys was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and okay. Uh, Fal was here two weeks ago to attend that. Uh, and also the FIBA president from Mali was there, Amen Young. And he was there also. So I saw a lot of uh, college prospect players who finish college that here that are here in the United States, okay. but they all attend that event mm. and they all support uh, what Gallo Fall is doing. So I think it's coming. You know, yeah. we start seeing players in NBA D League from ball, yeah. which is very interesting to see. And they have potentially is going to be on NBA draft 2024. Right. And uh, the guy, the kid from Senegal, Bai. Uh, he's a point guard. That's very hard to find point guard right. that go to the D-League from Africa. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're start. right, Check. I think yeah. I I heard that at least two players from uh, the NBA Academy, yes. mm-hmm. which is based in uh, Dakar, I the, believe, yes. mm-hmm. uh, will probably get drafted yes. in the NBA draft, which would be that'd be huge. Yeah, 2024, he will be eligible for NBA draft, and uh, it, it, all eyes on him because uh, NBA is also trying to not make this only talent. They want to make this also a cross coverage about basketball skills in the mm, continent. Right. You know, because uh, they've seen a lot of talent from Africa, Joel Embiid, Giannis, Siakam, you know, all these great guys, you know, um, young guys, you know, and uh, I admire the guy, the kid from Congo that played for Golden State. He went to play for his national team and he would love to do something like this, but the, the season interfere. Uh, Kamunga, mm. okay. uh, he played for Golden State. Oh, but yeah, yeah he's a Great guy is under 22 mm-hmm. or 23, yeah. and he loved for his country, and he went to play for the national team. And we we like to see 
player that like that from the NBA. Pride, right. Yeah, and that's gonna really push for the pitch to the NBA. It'd be I, very good. I, I love that because we saw that shift recently happen with the World Cup, right? Yes. A lot of the mm-hmm. a lot of the African stars who had the eligibility to play for their European sides mm-hmm. opted to play for their African national teams. So I think now it's almost like a shift in culture across all sports, you know? Yep. And it's happening in basketball as well. Um, yeah, we would love to embrace it to, to be able to see a lot of these stars play for their home uh, countries. That would be yeah. amazing. That's Muckbill Yabaro. Muckbill and another VOA colleague, Shek Tierro, join me for our first Basketball Africa League podcast of the 2023 season. For more on Season 3 of the Basketball Africa League, here's the VOA's Action Jackson Vunganyi. Twelve teams, two conferences, and three countries. The Basketball Africa League brings together the best African clubs, the fans, and creates a sporting spectacle exceeding the expectations of the organizers. The president of the BAL says everything is moving in the right direction. The overall results are very positive. I think that on certain levels we have even exceeded the forecast or even the objectives that we had set ourselves. It's all happening very quickly, and I think it's a testament to the excitement and the passion the fans and the public have for basketball. And also, there's a huge talent on the continent. The BAL intends to highlight and elevate its program. It also seeks to feature young NBA Academy players. The BAL wants the players to have an enriching experience while attaining satisfactory results. Our primary concern remains to have the quality of the game greatly improved. And I think last year we saw some of these youngsters really take off. Babakar Sane, who now signs a pro contract with G League Ignite. There are also others who have gone on to enroll in major American universities. But majority have stayed and continue their development at the NBA Academy level, and they will return this year to the BAL. The BAL considers it important that young African basketball players can succeed while remaining on the continent. The league wants to assert itself as a major player in Africa's economy. This industry will promote and encourage young people to find other activities that they haven't thought of so far, and that will lead them to jobs. Because for us, we need expertise, and we bring this expertise to a certain extent from the outside. But the idea over time is to have this expertise here at the local level. As the Basketball Africa League's third season gets underway, the ambitions are high on and off the court. I'm Jackson Vungani, VOA Africa. Thanks, Jackson. Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on the Voice of America. You can follow the sunny side of sports on Facebook, Twitter, 
and at voaafrica.com. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. My Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. And if you go to voaafrica.com, you can listen online to the Sunny Side of Sports and other VOA programs. Check out voaafrica.com. Let's give a sunny side of sports birthday salute to Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors, widely regarded as one of the greatest basketball players of all time and the greatest shooter in NBA history. Steph is celebrating his 35th birthday on this Tuesday. He's won four NBA titles with the Warriors. He's also a two-time NBA Most Valuable Player. And go to YouTube and check out some of Steph's pregame shooting routines. Simply phenomenal the way that guy warms up. What a shooter. What a shooter. Happy 35th birthday. Steph Curry. Steph Curry scored 23 points Monday night, and teammate Clay Thompson scored 38 points as the Warriors beat the visiting Phoenix Suns 123 to 112 in San Francisco, California. Joining us now with a package of African sports news is Samson Omale. Kenya's Ruk Chiknachich solo ran her way to victory at the Nyagoya Women's Marathon on Sunday, retaining her title at the World Athletics Platinum Labor Road Race in 2 hours, 18 minutes, 08 seconds. The 2019 World Marathon champion went into the race aiming to claim back-to-back wins and improve her own course record. Ruth became the winner of the largest marathon first prize of $250,000 for the second consecutive year. It was not easy for me to run alone, but I, I'm happy and I'm, I'm proud of uh, today's results. Staying in Kenya, George Campillo of Spain is the winner of the 2023 Magical Kenya Open Golf Tournament that ended at Par 71 Mutiaga Golf Club in Nairobi on Sunday. The Real Madrid FC diehard fan closed the day on the 5 on the Par 66 to lift the global showpiece on its 54th edition alongside $330,000 prize money. It was one of the best runs of my life, I could say. I played beautifully and I was able to make the, all the pass that I need to and I'm be able to finish with four races in a row to give me the chance to win today. In basketball news, the 2023 regular Basketball African League got underway on Saturday, March 11th, with the Sahara Conference hosting six teams in a 15-game schedule at the Dakar Arena on the outskirts of the Senegalese capital city. Abidjan Basketball Club fighters got off to a winning start with a 76-70 win over host A.S. Duanes in the opener. On Sunday, the Rwanda champions Rwanda Energy Group proved too much for Nigeria's Quara Falcons with a huge defeat of 64-48. In the other game played on Sunday, Dabuton Stade Malien suffered a 78-68 defeat to defending champions U.S. Monastery. 
And now to tennis news, where Tunisian tennis star Ons Jabour, who was exempted from round one of the Indian Wells, qualified for round three of the tournament by beating Polish Magdalena French 2-1, 4-6, 6-4, 6-1 on Sunday. Jabour, ranked number four in the world and a two-time Grand Slam runner-up last year, was playing her first match since the Australian Open in January after a minor surgery forced her to miss the Doha and Dubai events. It's, I take it as a mental challenge for me uh, to be here and uh, to challenge my body, to challenge my my brain, and to work, you know, in uh, in a different way. So um, um, it's, it's it's always nice to see uh, where it could take me. And for me, I try to to come here and see what I can do with with all the preparation that I did in the the small time I had. I am Samson Omale in Abuja, Nigeria. <laughs> Around the clock, the Voice of America keeps you in touch with the latest news. Tune in at the top of every hour, every day of the week for the five-minute VOA newscast. We bring you reports from our correspondents and interviews with newsmakers from across the world. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the world. VOA, your trusted source for news and information. And that wraps up the March 14th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I get it. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports.